cool that our theme song by Jimmy World says, Are you going to live your life? Living in the back, looking around. Don't do it. Make your move. Call your shot. My name is Drew Garabo, and this is our show, Drew Garabo Live. It is executively produced by the one and only Seth Kushner. The side effects are in full effect. Send help. And on Monday and Friday, we are ably and delightfully assisted by the sun-kissed locks of Micah Rotunda. Did you lighten your hair? Blondes have more fun. Do you see the blue streak? She's very punk rock now. I'm edgy. You got a blue streak in your hair. That yeah. is, uh, that's pretty edgy, Micah. I didn't try to do that. How do you accidentally get blue in your hair? You, I don't know. You blew yourself? <laughs> that's not funny. It is. It's just there. Well, I mean, your, your hairdresser had to be. Was a hairdresser involved in, in the dyeing of your hair? Yes. Okay. Did Then a hairdresser must have been involved in the bluing of your hair. I think. So I did this purple shampoo after it. It's part of the color locking process. And I think that it's just remnants of the purple shampoo. Okay. Either way, I'm down with it because yeah. why not? Is your, uh, is your shampoo called Purple Rinse? Because that'd be a great name for it. We never meant to cause you any sorrow. <laughs> I was going for purple rain. Well, that was that was the beginning of purple rain. Oh, that that's song, it. Song that I said. Never you in the pain. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry that my my rendition was so horrible that you didn't know that that was Prince's Purple Rain. Covered this week by Eric Clapton, by the way, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess he's still alive and playing in concert. And he covered Purple Rain, and it was adequate. I'm sure, Micah, we're going to make fun of you a lot during the show because that's just what we do during every show you're on. But I, I will say something nice to start it off. I, I do think that's a good look for you. Definitely agree with that. Does it work? Yeah. Yep, it 100% does. I mean, it's, not the blue, but the blonde does. Well, I, the blue doesn't go against all of it. I didn't even notice it until you pointed out, but I, I wouldn't let it spread anywhere. Uh, but the blonde look and uh, what you uh, what you have going on, yeah, that's good. Like uh, that, you're in, a, you're in a good place. You're headed towards a good area. Keep it up. I revives all and day. You just re- oh, re- re- removed everything, undid everything that I just said. This is so my vibe. stop being you. Okay. Uh, 727-579-1025 is our number. You may also use 800-771-1025. Several years ago, a man on a cruise ship put his conch in my hand and he said, I would like to give you, Drew Garabo, this conch. I gladly accepted his conch. It was unfamiliar to me as I had never been approached by a man with the offer of a conch before. But immediately, without even thinking of it, first I kind of stumbled, so I fell to my knees, and then looked up at this majestic conch gleaming in the sun with a slight pink hue and an orange tone, almost flesh-colored. And I said, that's the kind of conch that I'd love to put my mouth on. So on Fridays now, I take this Bahamian conch, which I believe was acquired in the Freeport area of Bahamas, uh, which if you have to stop on a cruise there, I wouldn't get off the boat. There's just really no point. You stay on the boat, enjoy the the diminished crowd at the pool, and get drunk. That's what people do on cruise ships. But uh, free point, even, even uh, Nassau, really no point in getting off the boat. You can find some good back alley restaurants. In fact, Gio and I found a back alley conch restaurant, and we slurped down some conch, I don't mind telling you, together. Cracked conch, conch fritters, conch salad, that conch meat. You never slapped it up against the side of your face a couple of times before accepting that conch meat in your mouth. Guys, you're missing out on a great opportunity. I say all that to say this. We honk this conch every Friday. Damn it. 
except for that last little bit that was really, really fulfilling and satisfying. But that ushers in the weekend, and uh, here we are. This weekend will be the 97X Barbecue. Bands playing include Grandson, Taking Back Sunday, and Blue October. Blue October is an interesting outfit because I can't say that I am a huge fan of the band, but nor am I a hater of the band. I like them. I, I, I don't like them enough to have anything other than their first CD, but Justin Furstenfeld, their front man, is one of the most compelling, fascinating, and charismatic individuals that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. We first met about seven years ago, maybe even close to eight, had some great conversations both uh, off his stage and then on the phone, and he struggles with uh, mental health issues and sobriety like a lot of us do. And uh, sometimes when you talk to Justin, you're going to get a different version of another time you might talk to Justin. The Justin we spoke to today, Seth, I have to say, seems like he's in a good place. Oh, man, that was a lot of fun. But he's still like, it's not like, I'm in a good place and everything is fine. It's like, I'm in a good place and everything's cool. Like, he's uh, he's in a good place. Right, yeah, he's good with where he is. Yeah. Even though it seems like it's hectic where he is. It is, and it, it is always going to be that way because he's a dad of three, he's a husband, and he's still schlepping his band around from festival to festival. So we had a real nice chat with him. I know that there was some concern on behalf of some very rabid and devoted Blue October fans who listen to our show all the time, I take that back. They can't listen to our show all the time if they were to send the kind of emails that they sent to us, insinuating that we would execute and deliver anything other than a top-notch, thoughtful, insightful interview with Justin. Like, please don't ask him questions about, like, any other radio. But Like, okay, I, I get your concern, but how about giving us the benefit of the doubt that we want everyone who we interview, whether it's uh, Travi from uh, from All American Rejects, isn't that? Isn't that you mean Travi from Gym Class Heroes? That's it. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to pick some obscure band <laughs> yeah. like that. Damn it, I got that wrong. Whether it's Travi from Gym Class Heroes or Pete from Fallout Boy or anyone else, we want to deliver a good interview where the subject has a good time and we make it entertaining for you. So, you know, I got a little indignant and insulted when we got a few emails from people saying, please take good care of Justin. You know, he's been down the road. I'm like, OK, yeah, yeah. he's got a, a fan base of um, emotionally fragile people in their 30s and 40s and maybe even 50s. Is There's that? Yeah, but they are still going strong. I mean, I yeah. think they've got songs on the top 40 chart. I mean, I think they might be bigger than they ever been. Yeah, I agree. And and their fans are, are definitely, uh, they deserve praise for being rabid and devoted, if not sometimes a little bit misguided. Well, and to speak to the fact of people who listen loyally and would worry about you interviewing somebody who's been through mental health issues, as much as you love to, you know... Run people's day. You also like to make people's day. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you would never be aggressive if we were talking about mental health. Just got the hit for some friendly fires. <laughs> it wasn't very friendly. You're one of the best advocates I know. Thank you. Who brings awareness to mental health. So people should know that you're going to respect that. Yeah, I would hope they would. But uh, they have reason for concern because sometimes things go sideways. Sometimes I accidentally say, hey, we have an, uh, a former porn star on the phone. And then she's like, I'm an internet personality who loves sports. <laughs> Excuse me while he has this D on film. <laughs> I didn't know you were the go-to mental health guy. I would have told you about my issues a lot earlier yeah, than dude, on the air this week. I've been here for you the whole time. On the air is fine, though. That's a, that's even better because then you get to influence change in a lot of people who listen. They go, oh, my gosh, I didn't know this about Seth. He's on medication now. I think they knew. I think they had a feeling all along. Just uh, I've confirmed it. Hit him like out of nowhere. Like, I thought he was the normal guy on the show. Ah, oh, damn. It's, I can't believe in anything anymore. Um, so uh, I, I, I appreciate the concern. 
I wish every fan base could be like this BTS fan base. I will tell you that much. I'm not going to go into their their stuff again. They were on uh, Colbert this week. They are uh, they are making the rounds in America. They have a big gig up in New York tonight. And I'll tell you once again, I'm uh, I'm interacting with their fans, and it is amazing how music makes our world smaller. That is what I've learned this week, because I. I don't even want to mention it. I did something for the BTS Army uh, last weekend. I recorded a podcast. and uh, Oh, yeah, I saw. I yeah. saw. I haven't listened to it yet. Please don't. I, I, I would Why? beg you, please. I'm uh, listening please don't. today. No, I you can. Uh, I just don't, okay. I don't want, I don't want Seth to. Because it's, I, what are you doing? I'm just very vulnerable. I'm just I, without, vulnerable, I what's guess. What's wrong with that? That's ah, a good thing. I, I'm learning to make it a good thing. I'm getting comfortable being vulnerable. You cry? No, no, good God, no, not even close. Oh, no, but but I just uh, uh, I I go into some things about what I believe about spirituality a little bit, uh, what I believe in uh, synchronicity, the Carl Jung concept of none of the all of this is connected somehow. So it's just, it was a deeply personal thing, and I even mentioned at the beginning, Seth isn't on this podcast with me because I would never ask him to sit down and talk about a Korean pop band because I'm 49 and I can barely believe that I'm doing it myself. Well, if it's a lucrative, you know, venture, I'll be there every single week to talk about a Korean pop band. Sure, and it could, I suppose, be become that way if there are any companies or services that want to target their product to about 2,000 of these fans who listen to the podcast in the last 24 hours. Wow. And then I got emails from. North Africa, South Africa, South Korea, Tehran, Iran, Poland, Germany, and some people who lived in Tampa and now live elsewhere. And uh, the people who repeat the same kind of thing, I was going through a hard time and I found, or this band found me. I was going through a divorce and I was struggling with cancer and then this band found me and the army lifted me up. It's all people who have had trauma, who struggle and they all lean on each other. Really, I think a lot of fan bases, Blue Octobers, even the Juggalos, they're united by shared pain and struggle maybe. Like, Juggalos, they don't all quite fit in to society, but they fit in with each other. Yeah. So as much as we may mock them, there's something there because they feel like they're maybe marginalized or pushed to the side so they can all get together in the gathering of the Juggalos and it's, and it's all them. And then they can go support those rapping clowns who wear makeup. That's music in general because you think about it's a universal language. So people who love country music love drinking whiskey and wearing cowboy boots and wearing cowboy hats. That's and racist. they can all do that. Hey, I'm from Brooksville. I oh, can say this. Oh, some of your this. best friends are black. I got you. <laughs> no. no, you're you're right, though. I mean, it's like-minded individuals like parrot heads. Uh, you know, attorneys going through midlife crises uh, with too much money to burn and hairy chests and gold chains uh, wearing their stupid Tommy Bahama shirts and, <laughs> and listening to that god-awful dreck of, uh, of an artist known as Jimmy Buffet. You know, that, that, that's, I mean, I might crap all over it, and I do with good reason because he sucks. Uh, but if you find identity in it and you find shared, you know, good feelings in there, do it. Kiss I'm, Army. I'm in, I'm in a musical uh, fan club also. So what, uh, what musical fan club would you say you're in? I'm in the Despair Faction for AFI. The what? Despair Faction. Despair Faction. That's correct. It has a name? So it's, yeah. a, it's a faction of people who, who, who experience despair. That's right. And there's been no uplifting yet, but I haven't really let them know about all my issues. Are you making up the name Despair Faction? I am not. 
I've been involved since 03. How am I just now finding? I thought I knew everything there is to know about you. You didn't dig deep enough. There's many layers, and the medicine's helping unfold all of them. Uh, well, I'm so glad that the medicine led you to telling me that you're in the despair factor. Yeah, of course. What do you do? Do you do? You, do I just, I just, you got a Reddit? Subreddit? I just do me right now. I okay. do me. I go to the shows. I yeah. like the Instagram stuff. And, yeah. uh, you know, maybe I'm getting to the point where I might say, hey, AFI's coming to town. Let's all meet up. Let's have a meetup. Let's talk about our despair. See? You're open to that? Uh, no. Just on the air I am. It sounds good, but definitely not. Have you ever reached out to any other Despair Faction uh, members on uh, on Twitter? What do they call them? The Desperate? Are they called, like, the Desperate? There, there's all that kind of stuff. Whenever sure. I meet an AFI fan, I'm like, oh, what's wrong with you? So, it's, it's, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, wow, that's fascinating. But you've never, like, tweeted and been like, hey, Despair Faction, going through some rough times, need your uplifting right now. Not, not right now, no, okay. no. Because no. that's what we in the BTS Army, uh, that's what we do for each other. We purple each other. That, okay. means, that means we send purple hearts. Oh, okay. We love you. We purple I, you. I saw you say that. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, I purple you. don't need you. to. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you're a soldier. You're a despair. Faction. Faction. Don't he's be a, disrespectful. Yeah, he's I'm a not. Factoid. I'm trying to grasp he's it. He's a factoid. So what would I be in? Uh, the lady who does all the merch guys with her mouth. No, I'm just kidding. You be the. Uh, <laughs> None of us knew what to say. That was yeah. That was aggressive right off the bat. <laughs> wow. Oh man, there was foreshadowing when I said we'd be making fun of you today. But <laughs> oh my god, fake <laughs> you, news. You would be 100%. the yeah. I, let the record reflect that that is fake news. As uh, said, completely farcically. <laughs> lest, lest anyone think that was uh, a real call. That was a farcical call. Um, you would be known as the revolutionary. Oh, the revolutionaries! The revolutionaries, yeah, and and you would all uh, get together and uh, and uh, you know do whatever revolution wants you to do. Sing redemption songs yeah, and and have I revives all day long. I like it. Speaking of revolution, uh, our friend uh, Megan, who is the Apple a Day coordinator locally, uh, she and I went to go see the new Avengers movie last night. And um, have you seen it? You haven't seen it. No, that's too long for me to sit still. Well, that's quite the foreshadowing because um, I have to tell you. Nobody needs to make a movie about a superhero or many superheroes that is three hours long. It's self-indulgent. It's bloated. It's unnecessary. And those of you who slurp it up, I get it. You're fanboys. That's awesome. I wish I could be where you are. You didn't like it? It's hard to explain. When I left the last superhero movie, uh, Infinity War... After Thanos uh, snapped his fingers and killed half the world's population and then some of the superheroes too. I'm so done with the 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 time travel kind of stuff. Like it's a it's such an overused, they call it a trope. It's such an overused mechanism that you've I think you have to do it in a more clever way if you're gonna base your whole movie around time travel, you know? So when that concept starts getting unveiled. I'm a bit like, oh, okay, we've seen this before. And then they start making some Back to the Future jokes about it, make it letting the audience know that they're aware. Like, hey, we get it. This is o Well, if you're, so, if you're aware that it's so overused and hacky, why are you still doing it? Like, you can't give me that wink, wink, nudge, nudge, oh, yeah, just like Back to the Future, and then do that very thing that you're kind of making fun of. Is it okay to not like this movie? Because I have not heard anything negative about it other than Clay Thompson walking out. I expressed uh, that, I w that I didn't really care for it, and people are jumping me for it on Facebook. Um, I will say this. Long story short, the movie was like getting a really great appetizer at a restaurant, good service, comes, clears the plates, your entree is good. You get a really good meal. Your entree is good. You're not getting dessert, right? So then your server, after he clears the plates from your good meal, 
you don't see him again for an hour and a half. It doesn't matter how good the appetizer was at that point. It doesn't matter how good the meal was. It matters that you waited 90 minutes for the check. The stupid, overdone fight scene in Avengers Endgame was you waiting for the check for 90 minutes. I fell asleep. You fell asleep? I fell asleep. I, I woke up, and all of a sudden, there's Bucky from Winter Soldier. I'm like, how the frick did Bucky get there? I said that out loud because we were the only ones in the theater. We were literally, we saw the 3D version at the Veterans. No one else in the theater. Wait, is, Megan, you're asleep. I know. This is late night? 9 o'clock? Well, it started at 9. It got over at 4 a.m. Oh, oh. Maybe you're just tired. I think you got to see this during the day, and you'll be very I, into it. I, I won't be uh, letting a movie rob me of three hours and one minute minus previews ever, ever, ever again. I'll never see another movie that's three hours long. If you make another Pulp Fiction and it's three hours long... Okay, I'll see that. Uh, if, if a movie does not have Quentin Tarantino attached, because Hateful Eight, I think, was three hours plus, then I'm not sitting through that. But, man, was that all. And, again, if if the nostalgia of being into superheroes carries you through that and you can get done with it and see it with your kids or not with your kids and go, man, that was a great experience. I was very emotional. Awesome. I admire you and wish I could be like that. But when I left that theater, I was like, there is no way – a superhero movie needs to be three hours long. There's there's absolutely no reason for it. There was nothing surprising or shocking about it. Um, no, only because they foreshadowed it. So I knew I knew who was gonna die because I had heard some people talking about it or whatever. So I put two and two together. Even even without that knowledge, they foreshadowed it so clearly that you knew within the first ten minutes that you know who was gonna die. And I'm not gonna say who for the benefit of those of you who might be going to see it this weekend, because maybe you want to see it and maybe it's worth your money. To me, I, I gotta say, n- not my cup of tea. And if a movie with a superhero doesn't rhyme with Red Fool, uh, then I'm not interested in seeing it anymore. No more Batman, no more Avengers, no more, I didn't see Aquaman. I don't know who Captain Marvel is. I didn't see that movie. And all of a sudden there's a lady superhero who I don't know who's not ScarJo. Are you starting a petition because you're mad that Robert Pattinson is the new Batman? I'm not because I don't really know who he is. Wasn't he the kid from those vampire movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, according to TM Powell, he's been doing some other things. Big oh, actor. Okay. Uh, no, I, I, I have zero interest. But if, if you didn't care for the new Avengers Endgame, I'd love to hear from you because I don't want to feel alone in this world any longer. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Drew Grab alive here in the 813. What's up? What is going on, fellas? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, sir. Happy New Year as well. Absolutely. Hey, uh, I heard the uh, Kelta show talking about uh, Micah's hair, and I checked it out on Bone TV. Looking good, Micah. Oh, that's very you sweet guys have you. a great day. What were, they saying? what were they saying about it? Oh, all right. Take it easy. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know. Has your hair been on display? Was it on Instagram or anything? It was on Snapchat. Oh, okay. That's it. And Snapchat's this... private, so oh. everybody who tried to add me, you're not getting added. Oh, mine is uh, two, and I only accept girls, Drew Argarabo. Uh, <laughs> all photos accepted from girls. Well, I hope they said nice things, and, and if I they didn't, so let's just not know about it and just assume that they said nice things. What are you going to say bad about her hair? Oh. All I know is I was in the middle of a session with a client, and I look over at my phone. I got 14 new follows on Snapchat. None of you are getting accepted. Good. 727-579-1025. I'm sure it was flattering. Drew Grab alive. Hello. Who are you? My name is Sage, and you are not alone. Oh, thank you so much, Sage. I appreciate that. Uh, when did you see that film? I saw it last week with my boyfriend and my daughter, and uh, she fell asleep, like, right away. But 
the it's just such a droll beginning. They really didn't need that like good hour of just we're so sad. Well, you know like, what? You know what's they, interesting, Sage, is that that was the part of the movie that I didn't really mind. Like I, I liked the emotional because you know it's the the last one. It's the end game. I didn't really mind the setting of the table when it comes to emotion because um, that to me. That's what filmmaking is all about, is is creating that bond between you and the characters and making you care about Iron Man's daughter or making you care about Fat Thor and his struggles with sobriety. Uh, that's what filmmaking is. It's the lazy, over-the-top, bloated, hour-long battle that took place that completely put me to sleep and lost me. Yeah, everything. I mean, like, the sad part, like, the emotional parts, I get why they needed to do it, but, like, because the world changed. But, like, I didn't think it needed to be that long. It was really, that was bloated, and then the, like, we're going to make a time machine was bloated, and then the battle was bloated. It was like, this could have just been an hour and a half, and it would have been perfect. Yeah. You know what else is bloated? That song by uh, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Dead and Bloated. I'm (laughs) feeling like a dog, like somebody gave me on my birthday, tepid. I am screaming like a dog on my birthday. That's dead and bloated. Is that what he says right yeah, there? Yeah, I think so. dead and bloated. Man, is that what it sounds like when people are talking about Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, God, no. I got to stop. We got to stop talking I about you. stop. I know. That's what I realized when I heard people talking wow. about this film. This is what they look at us like. And the way that you're picking it apart is the same way people are picking GOT apart. Three, I Did they really get 300,000 signatures on that petition to rewrite season eight? I don't know, but those 300,000 people should start their own lame-ass country, and then we should bomb it. Seven, two, instead of like getting into it with Iran, we should let the 300,000 people who signed for a, a rewrite of Game of Thrones season eight, we'll let you secede from the union, go to Fort Sumter, South Carolina. They tried it once, they failed. Let's let you do it this time for real, right? And you go to war against the United States of America for the right to rewrite Game of Thrones season eight. We will use every... Atomic weapon in our arsenal. Who's we? Like the country? Yeah, the, U.S. Oh, M- Mr. USA. Trump's behind this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You think he wants a bunch of nerds who are upset about a TV show in his country? <laughs> get out of my country, you stupid nerds! He's gonna get in front of the cameras. He's gonna go, my fellow Americans. I think we're all on the same page here. We have some disgusting nerds in this country who want to rewrite a season eight of Game of Bones. Game of Thrones. Of Game of Thrones. <laughs> We cannot accept this type of lame-ass buffoonery in our country, so we have decided to move them to Fort Sumter, South Carolina. We are going to unleash the fury of hell upon them. Sidewinder missiles, nuclear weapons. Nuclear. Nuclear weapons. <laughs> nuclear. Nuclear weapons and everything that we have, and we will destroy them into oblivion. Thank you. Follow me on Twitter, Don Jr. That's how it's going to go. All right, I, 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 I can get behind that. Get the hell out of him. What's up, Brittany? Then we'll help them rebuild. No, nope, we won't. Uh, Toxic. Crater. I went uh, to the Endgame movie with my husband, and I slept for at least an hour and a half of it. Okay, I'm glad to know I wasn't the only one there. Did he sleep assault you while you were out? Did he do the old take me, don't wake me? He did not do no, this. Sorry. He did not. He was uh, well-behaved. Oh, 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 that's well-behaved. Okay. Yeah, Like, do, were you with me in that when it started? You're like, uh, this really isn't that bad. It's kind of setting the table. It's emotional. And then, uh, and then they just ruined it all with that fight scene. Or do you have different parts that you disliked? Uh, nope, that's about it. I, uh, you know, in the beginning, I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. But, you know, we're figuring it out. And then I was like, how is this still half going on? 
that's what I thought too. I thought when I fell asleep for the first time in the fight uh, that I would uh, somehow like wake up and it would all be over. But I kept waking up and new characters kept popping out. I'm like, oh my god. I thought Black Panther was dead. Oh, my God. I thought that Spider-Man kid was dead. Oh, my. Where are these people coming from? And uh, by the time I, I figured it that was over. I thought it was never going to end. Yeah, me too. When it, was, when it was over, were you so happy? Was it like was it like prison rape must be? Like you close your eyes and you beg for it to be over? Although secretly you kind of like it. And then, uh, and then when it's over, you kind of go, oh, I thought that would never end. Thank God it's over. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I've never experienced prison rape physically, but I feel like I have emotionally on this show several times. Sure, you have too. Thank you. Sure, a lot of people. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. That's a hell of an endorsement. Yeah, this program is like prison rape. Mike, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. As is the Avengers, made billions of dollars. Hey, so yep. So I've got an opinion on the, on the Avengers. Huh? Uh, I was really looking forward to seeing Endgame, and didn't think that Marvel was going to do this like every other movie was doing. But the SJW crap was like so thick. It, it, the movie was horrible. I'm sorry. What does that mean? SJ? Does that mean social justice warrior? Yeah, the uh, all the girls. Oh, you're not alone, and you know all the girls together, and you know now Captain America is going to be black. It's it's just they're shoving it down our throat. All oh, I see. You're stuff. playing a character. I, I see. You're you're playing a close-minded. No, I'm actually talking to a soy boy, which I knew was gonna wasn't gonna agree with me. This guy's so triggered. I'm just my opinion of the movie. It's really, it soy boy. Really, uh, soy boy. This guy's so triggered. Like he's a, you're one of those guys who no, wakes up in the morning no, and looks to get into political no, arguments guys, with people. You guys are the one that are triggered. That's not what I'm looking for. I, I was letting you know my opinion of the movie. And Sir, you can't that say before. that we're triggered when you call up with triggered stuff. You go into a superhero movie looking for a political agenda and. Then you immediately no, call me soy boy for agenda. you did. They're, That's why you saw it. Turning it into a political agenda. I, did, I don't want to see political stuff in my movies. Guy, life is too short, guy. Why? Why don't you just? It is. It, so then, why get caught up in this stuff? Why not just go and watch well, it and I, not look you, for? You asked my. Clues? You asked for people's opinion, and I was giving you my opinion I'm on aware. what I think the uh, I'm, I'm the aware. movie lacked. Okay, man. I'll tell you, dude. Life's, I didn't like it. Life's too short to be as upset over uh, over uh, snowflakes oh, and stuff. Definitely not upset. You, def- you definitely are. I'm just giving my opinion. Your opinion's garbage. But listen, I appreciate. You, your your opinion's fe- garbage. No, it's not. They pay me your, for your it, whole, sir. Your whole political view is garbage. Why, let's let's get into that. Why do you say you're, so? You're another snowflake soy boy. That it doesn't it doesn't upset me. I'm just giving my opinion. Okay, what about my political about opinions upsets you? I, I didn't say anything of, of it upsets me. I said your political opinions are, are you know of that of a snowflake. Which are what? What are my political opinions that make me a snowflake? Uh, let's see. From yesterday, uh-huh. um, I listen, Thank I you listen for listening yesterday. Appreciate that. I know. Thank you. Oh, no, I, I have it all. I love. I know. Talk no, radio. I appreciate it. No, you Whether you consume my product, right? Yeah, radio. you consume my product. You're my bitch. Go on. No, actually, you're bitch. Um, uh, I listen to the station. Yes, just right. because you're on and the the yep. one after you, yep. you know, it's just on. Cool. So I get it, dude. Like I get it. You consume the product every day. You love it. Tell me what upset you about yesterday. I, the I like the radio. I know that's cool. I'm on the radio. So what upset you about yesterday? What are you mad about? Again, didn't get upset. Just uh, shook my head and go, "Wow, this country is really going to the to the crapper." Oh, okay. About yesterday is your your view on, oh, it's the woman's right, and even if the, the there's a heartbeat and two seconds from from being born, oh. you terminated, it's her right. That's so. What that's, what about that makes me like. a snowflake because we have different opinions on a woman's right to choose. Well, no, there, there's there's cho- well, we're talking about this now. There's choice, and then there's murder. Right, but you see it, right, no, no, but my man, my man, you have that opinion, and I have an opposing opinion. What about my opinion makes me a snowflake, and what about your opinion makes you right? 
Well, you also probably don't think that there's only two genders. Uh, you're, you're okay, so you lost people. that point, so you're going to pivot onto another point. I got you. So I'll just no, go no, Drew no, Garabo, one, MAGA guy, zero. Drew, one, MAGA guy, zero. Okay, let's move on to the genders thing. Go on. Why does MAGA it upset guy. you? Oh, MAGA guy. Why would it upset okay, you, MAGA it, guy? It why would it upset you if someone's allowed to put down a third gender on a birth certificate? You type of people. There's either man or woman. Okay, in your opinion. Sure, in your opinion. science, in science. Sure, okay. But we've evolved as a society to the point. My dude, my dude, I'm just going to turn you down for a second so I can speak because you won't let me. We have evolved as a society, okay, to where we accept the fact that some people feel like they don't fit into binary genders. They fit into other genders. How does that affect your life at all? Not at all. But okay, so then why get upset? Okay, you just answered the question. Why get upset about it if it doesn't affect your life at all? Well, you watch the news to, to get informed. And when I see stuff that go, that's like that, I go, oh, wow, what the hell is this country turning into? Okay, You're but again, I'll ask you the third time and maybe get an answer this time. How does it affect well, we your answer, life? It's too stupid to hear it. it I, I already told you three times. It doesn't. I just have an opinion on it. So why, though? Why do you have an opinion on something that has nothing to do with you? I'm going to go back to doing what I'm doing, and I'm still going to be happy. I was happy before I got on this phone. Okay, hey, dude. I'm going to be happy when I get off of it. If my show and calling my show makes you happy, even your, you with your short-sighted, ignorant, pig-headed opinions, I love the fact no, that you're you, listening. You're actually bl- snow blind. You, you, you have blinders on. All you see is one thing. Mm, I think I, I see think many. You're, you're, I, I just heard you your points are, of view, and I disagree with you, but listen. You were stupid. And the people like you are stupid, and and you you know that Trump's going to win again. Well, I do and, know that. that no, I, you're right. No, I do know he's going to win again. I've said it as much. I don't I don't see anyone unseating Donald Trump in 2020. There's not a better candidate out there. I've said as much. Because all of your agendas are garbage, and you're stupid, and you don't think. That's unfortunate. Seven two seven five seven nine one two five. But I'm I'm the snowflake. Now, did he did he coin the phrase soy boy or is that going oh, around? No, no, that's a, that's been around for a long time. Oh, I time. like that. Yeah, that's good. That's what they call people like us. I'm just for the record, I use coconut milk. I do use soy and yeah, I'll be you're a, a soy I'll, boy. I'll be a soy boy. I'd like to be a coco loco. <laughs> I, I use coconut milk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that lactate and lactose accept my stomach and makes me kind of poopy and farty. Could I'm you, sorry. Could you enjoy soy without it being political? No, dude. If you drink soy, you're a freaking snowflake SJW pussy idiot loser. Soy boy. I didn't know milk alternatives were political now. Yeah, oh, dude. Please. We judge you by what you put in your breakfast cereal. <laughs> soy boy. Damn. Coco Loco over here. You know what that guy puts in there? Not no 2%. Not no 1%. Whole what milk as white as white can be. And you know what ca- color the cap is? Red. We're going to come back, and Danielle from our promotions department has the worst idea she's ever come up with, and she's going to ruin our show with it next. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.